Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Okay, and good day to you. Welcome again to the KLE podcast, and this is your host, Sean Smith. We are talking about becoming exceptional leaders, becoming exceptional in the leadership that we take within the context of our society, our family, our community, our nation, and the nations of the world, depending on where you are. We are suffering a failure of leadership, and we need exceptional leaders to stand up today. And I'm not just talking about those that stand up with position and title, but those that are prepared to stand up in the midst of everything and stand for something, that have a a kingdom vision, a kingdom belief system, a kingdom uh, foundation, a kingdom message. And we're going to be talking more about that in time to come. So... I spoke about yesterday the five kind of elements or flames of exceptional leaders. And I'd like to deep dive a little bit again into that. You know, the thing about is that I noticed as I was a leader for, you know, in, in um, running youth and, and uh, being in, the, in a growing church, charismatic church back in the 80s and, and then stepping into pastoring, um, my wife and I planting and pastoring a church for, for 20 years. And, uh, and then from there, you know, ministering in different places, et cetera, et cetera, around the world and all the things that we went through and encountered with different leaders. I began to, you know, I had that season and then I had a season of just sitting down for eight years and evaluating and assessing and looking deeper into the whole concept of what it takes to be a leader. Because, you know, I, I, is, we, we had suffered under the bad leadership, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly of, of church leadership and, and uh, ministry leadership. And I, I, had, I sat down and I said, well, Lord, what, is, what do I need to know about this? Because is this the way we make an impact? Because there's so many casualties. There's so many... It's being done so wrong, you know, and I did it wrong and I had to learn to do it right. My pursuit was to find that key that makes it right. And that began my journey of looking. And five things popped up to me over the years that I felt these, not felt, that, that I, I got a sort of a, a insight into and saying these five things encapsulate what we, what we are about. And they are confidence, competence, clarity, communicate, and considerate. And each of those kind of are a flame that needs to burn within the heart of every leader to get the right attitude. So confidence, let's talk about confidence briefly today. If I look at the greatest mentor on on leadership that's ever walked on the face of the earth, Jesus, my mentor, and probably yours too. But many times what we do is we view him from a religious standpoint. We think he just did things randomly. We think that he, you know, he just arrived and began preaching and, uh, you know, doing ministry things and miracles. 
died, went to heaven and said, okay, guys, it's up to you now. Um, just hang in there because, you know, the rapture is going to be coming and then you all can come to heaven and live with me and then it's, you know, everything's going to be fine. And we kind of forgotten that we have to influence this world. We have to go into the world and make disciples. And But one of the things that I noticed that leaders suffered from most a lot was confidence. Many times arrogance is kind of taken the place of confidence is that as long as you know is if i'm if i'm not confident let me just be arrogant and people will think i'm confident but confidence is not arrogance jesus was not arrogant jesus was confident confident is that something that's on the inside of you that sets you apart so when we look at jesus he was very confident in who he was now confidence means you don't have to compare or compete with anybody. Jesus never did. You don't have to compare. You don't have to compete. You don't have to compare yourself with others and what they're doing. And you don't have to compete with others with what they're doing. Insecure people compare themselves with others. They feel threatened. They will feel, uh, you know, <laughs> like, okay, uh, well, mostly threatened, they're going to feel like um, they, they're going, I'm going to lose because they're going to win. So that's comparing. Confident people, confident leaders don't compete. Confident, confident people do not compete. They don't go, I have to be better. I have to be the win. I have to win. I have to be better than them. I, I, I've got to get rid of them because I can be better. Man, I can tell you stories about, about leaders that kind of, got rid of me because they felt threatened. They weren't confident in themselves because they thought I would win, they would lose. Totally not how I think, but that's how they think. And did damage, did damage to people around them because of their lack of confidence. And then they just carry on going, you know, holier than thou, you know, attitude. I'm the servant of God and everybody needs to, you know, just pander to me. And the meantime, there's this hole in their life that says, I am not confident. I'm insecure. But we need to follow the Jesus model. We need to follow the kingdom model, which is first and foremost, it's, you know, kingdom leadership is about inside out leadership. It's from transformation from the inside before we bring transformation to the outside. We want to impose our insecurity on others, you know, and we can't do that as leaders. So we don't compare, we don't compete. It means to take on the true nature of the kingdom, servanthood. When you've got confidence, you can take on the true nature of the kingdom of God, servanthood. It says that Jesus took off or laid down his glory, his garment of glory, his position of glory, his, his place with the Father, and he took on not the position of a servant, but the nature of a servant. In other words, he, he, it, it became every part of who he is in what he did. Not just his position. He didn't just do it so that others could see as a servant. He did it because it was his attitude. He did it because it was his demeanor. It became part of his demeanor. He did it because it, it was part of the fiber of who he was. Confidence means I don't control or cauterize. Now, important, I used two C's there, but 
Um, it means that I don't try and control people because I'm a servant. Servants don't control others. But it means I don't control and it means I don't cauterize. Cauterize means I don't cut off others or myself from others. I don't punish them. Religion does that. Kingdom doesn't do that. A confident leader doesn't have to punish and cauterize people because they don't agree with them, because they don't align with them, you know, because they don't follow them, because they don't conform and uh, comply with them. That's not leadership. That's dictatorship. So confidence is the wholeness you have inside because you know where you're from, you know who you are, and you know whose you are. Jesus said, I know where I'm going. I know, he said, it says of this, um, John chapter 13, Jesus, knowing that the Father had put everything into his hands and that he had come from God and was now returning to God, he got up from supper, took off his outer robe, and taking a servant's towel, he tied it around his waist. And then, of course, we know he washed their feet. That's John chapter 13, 3 and 4, verse 3 and 4. So when you are confident, you get confidence from knowing who you are, where you're from, whose you are, where you're going. You know what you have. You know your mission, your assignment, and your purpose in life. That gives you confidence. I know my gifting. I know who I am. I know what I'm called to do. Nobody can replace my calling. Oh, you can replace my position. You can, you can take my job, but you can't take my mission. You can't take my assignment. You cannot take my purpose because that has been assigned to me by the grace of God. Romans chapter 12. It's been given to me by the grace of God. So. Let's really work on confidence and confidence in our walk with God. We don't have to impose ourselves on others because um, of our insecurity. Insecure religious people have to impose because they're afraid they're going to lose. They're afraid it's going to be taken away. They're afraid that uh, if they don't impose, then you know God's going to be mad at them. But but confident people can spend time with a bunch of scam artists, a bunch of sinners for a whole day, have lunch with them and have supper with them and spend all day with them for one person's sake, Matthew, you know, a, a scam artist, a tax collector. That's confidence. Confidence is the person that says, you want to leave, everybody can leave, including um, the, you know, my, the, my closest team. Do you want to go to? He says in John chapter 6. That's confidence. Confidence means that there's something inside of me that is not shaken ever because of circumstances around me. All right. So thanks for being with me. See you tomorrow on the next flame of exceptional kingdom leaders. All right. Talk to you soon. Blessings.